everyone and welcome back to the Self-Critical and Pitiful podcast, a boring podcast for boring people. I'm Abby and as always I'm joined by Fee. Hi! <laughs> and today we're joined with a very special guest, Kayla Nelson, who is a lifestyle person on the internet. <laughs> Woo! Hello, hello! We're very excited to have you on. Um, I love your YouTube channel and your Instagram and all that, so I'm fangirling a little bit. <laughs> Oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is my first official um, podcast uh, as a guest. I'm so excited. Ah, that's amazing. I also wanted to show you, actually, you recommended a water bottle and I was like, I need that water bottle. So I have the bottle you recommended. It's the best. I have, listen, I have mine right here. (laughs) I'm not kidding. People think I like just in promoting whatever I'm like no when I tell you I have like 10 of them around me at all times I'm being so serious so I hope you love it it is it's the best water bottle I've had I know that's a weird thing to say but it's no I'm very picky with water bottles like it's very important to me yeah it keeps your drink nice and cold so yes and you don't have to pay like 70 dollars for a water bottle either some of those fancy ones no exactly I agree Well, I'll just keep killing yeah. the planet with my planet. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, we have to work on that a little bit. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's Costco, not me. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Um, so yeah, we thought today we could talk about like diets, fitness, all that sort of stuff. So I thought the first thing we could touch on, I know that it actually found you through like your videos on keto and low carb and stuff like that so i know that that's something you've done in the past that has worked for you but i thought we could maybe chat about like the sustainability of diets and diet culture and all that sort of thing um because i think it's something that probably everyone especially women i feel like struggle with at some point in their life um so yeah i don't i don't know if you want to go first kayla or (laughs) yeah i think um definitely as like women especially women I think we're always pressured in some way to diet or to try a diet or to be the smallest version of yourself and I think you know over time that can get really overwhelming and you kind of fall victim to whatever's on the internet or what you know somebody else online who genetically is already much smaller and when they tell you that they're doing this it's easy to think that if you try what they're trying you'll look like that when in reality they're you know six inches taller than you and they come from a family that's already smaller or even you know influencers that do um, fitness programs and they're already naturally smaller so I think it's deceptive no matter what but I think as I'm you know navigating through my adult life now and I've been feel serial dieting since probably like 12 or 13 years old that I'm learning more now that everything is just so much about balance, less of like putting foods in a good and a bad category. Like you really can't villainize food as much as like, how do you just balance everything? And how do you just enjoy the things that are, that make life enjoyable and not make it sort of a, I don't know, like a villainous sort of experience when you can have cake and you can have your French fries and you can have salads just all kind of intermix with each other and I think that's an important thing to learn is balance is it's as cheesy as it is like balance is key and I'm learning I'm learning that so yeah I totally agree with that as well and I think I tried like keto for a little while and I think that's where I struggled because I kind of started to villainize like potatoes and it's like well potatoes 
maybe aren't the best thing to eat but they're also they come from the ground they're natural like it's okay if you want to have a potato with your dinner or like yeah. stuff like that and, and that's think, where... um yeah oh sorry <laughs> not on you go um I think too like when I kind of learned about keto it was interesting because some of the points are valid with like blood sugar related and you know kind of making those healthier swaps but for me as I sort of began doing keto or whatever I didn't follow it as strict as what the community sort of has it as like you know saying that fruit is bad and this is bad and you can't have carrots and whatever I always sort of incorporated those things just at a lesser value but I never ever like even when I had an Instagram that was sort of keto based I never I never promoted don't eat a carrot or don't eat this I always just ate it in smaller portions but the people that were always eating red meat and eggs and cheese and butter on everything I was like okay that's not me like I don't want to promote yeah. that I'll just kind of promote this with a little less of that and now I'm kind of like well let's just incorporate it all in sort of a well-balanced sort of way yeah I think that's the best way and the most sustainable way of doing it as well definitely um Fee what about you um, yeah no I would agree I think it's very hard um I do, I do think men have these issues as well, but it does seem to be pushed on women a bit more. From yeah. experience, I mean, I can't talk for a man, really. <laughs> but um, no, I agree. I feel like when you're on diets like that as well, like any form of diet, it just gets so that you feel like you can't live, or you feel you feel guilty if you go out off the diet, and it's you always just don't enjoy it. Like I started like with my personal trainer, and she's a bodybuilder, so I'm having to watch like. Um, what I'm eating and like calorie count and, and you know and taking in so much protein a day and it's actually soul destroying I hate it like I love doing <laughs> the training part of it but see having to count your calories and weigh every single piece of food is like not not a way to live I don't feel it's very hard but I mean people who do it that's totally fine and they enjoy it but I'm not sure how, how sustainable it is for me because if I want to binge eat like chips oh uh, fries sorry if I want to binge eat fries <laughs> I'm, I'm going to binge eat those fries <laughs> So, yeah. I think too when you have that balance it does prevent that sort of binge restrict cycle yeah. where you're like okay I can't have this I can't have this I can't have this and then it's Saturday night and you're like well maybe I do want this and then you know your two bags of chips or whatever and when you're like okay I could have had a little bit all throughout the week and that would have been way better than sort of yes. you know going crazy on a Saturday night which there's nothing wrong with that but it makes more sense to kind of spread it out throughout the week versus restricting 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 and then you're like well let me just eat everything inside yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um and another thing i wanted to ask you both about is have you found anything for you that you think is has worked and is sustainable for you because for me i still follow a relatively low carb diet just because my body seems happier when i'm eating low carb i kind of feel a bit more i don't know lethargic when i'm eating like bread and rice and well, not so much rice, bread and pasta, that sort of thing. Uh, so I kind of try and stick low carb as much as possible, but I'm not like, if I want to have like pasta one day, I'll have it. It's not like I'm really strict with myself. But what about you guys? What have you found for you that you think your body's happy with? <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I think um, I definitely still am lower carb-ish, but not to a point where, again, you can't have things that have carbs in them. I just think, I mean you can't villainize any group of, you know, macronutrient, but I do think there are people that 
you know, their bodies can thrive a little bit better on different things. And, you know, everybody's body is different. Everybody has different blood yeah. types, different gen genetics, different everything. So I don't like when people villainize keto or they, you know, villainize paleo or whatever. It's like, well, sometimes those things do work for people which that is like a whole other conversation. These people, yeah. these like fitness influencers that are like, you have yes. to have carbs. I'm like, okay, well, some people actually, you know, yeah. can do better with a little less carbs. Just, you have to space it out. So I would agree. I think that, you know, just kind of watching my carb intake is, makes me feel better. I do feel like I have more energy or I feel less bloated, but at the end of the day, I'm not like a no carb person because yeah. this is not real but yeah just watching I guess like breads and pastas and stuff and I, I honestly like most of my meals are just like some kind of protein some kind of veggie and like a smaller amount of carbs and that's like every meal for me ever basically so whatever that is called <laughs> yeah that's kind of similar to me I guess as well yeah I think that's balance I'd say that's called balance yeah <laughs> yeah something like that we're trying out here <laughs> we're trying yeah. try so hard <laughs> And um, what you're saying as well about some people's bodies, like I know women with PCOS or people with diabetes and stuff like that, keto can like totally reverse all of their symptoms. And maybe I know with PCOS, women can't lose weight sometimes unless they are doing a lower carb diet. So I do I agree with you when some influencers are like, you need to have carbs, like it's really dangerous, blah, blah, blah. But actually, sometimes it's actually less dangerous than if you continue. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like yeah, and I think <laughs> right and I think I mean your best bet is to you know see somebody who knows what they're talking about you know if you need yeah. to go to your doctor or a PCOS specialist or some kind of dietitian like if you're just taking all your advice from this fitness influencer who's never been overweight in their life I mean that's not really going to be the, the most helpful and also it just goes for anybody on the internet like you guys don't necessarily need to follow exactly what I'm doing and vice versa because our bodies are just so different and that's another thing yeah. Well, it's like you can't like these people that are like, oh, here's like a what I eat in the in, in a day. I mean, if you eat exactly what they're eating, doesn't mean you're gonna look like them. Doesn't mean you know. So you need to take advice from I think a professionals, and then b you're welcome to do your own kind of like research and looking up things online. But you just have to be careful because there is a lot of you know misleading information everywhere you turn. So it's just kind of doing what feels best for your body, and then if you need that sort of professional input, I think that's helpful as well. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And I think a lot of people as well, like if they follow like an influencer's diet or something, they'll be like, oh, I was totally starving on it. It's like, that's because you're trying to work to their calories. You need to eat the food they're eating, but to your calorie requirements. Yeah. And people seem to forget that. And, it's, and then they end up bashing that influencer and it's like it's, it's their own fault. They've, been, they've kind of misinterpreted what the person's been saying. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. like trying to get that that balance it must be quite hard right and i think yeah. too you have to remember that these like influencers even if they do you know work out constantly they're adjusting their calories for someone that works out five days a week mm -hmm. and that they're already at a certain weight and a certain height i mean you can't if you're somebody that doesn't work out ever and you're eating the same amount of calories as somebody that works out five days a week like you're already going to have some issues so you just it is like the cheesiest sort of cliche but you really have to find what works best for you and it does take you know, a lot of trial and error. I thought I would be keto for a long time. I don't know if forever was the word, but I definitely thought I was going to do it longer than, I, I think I was maybe keto for like four or five years and it kind of transitioned to low carb at the end. But I mean, I didn't think I would ever 
quote unquote, stop it or not do it as much anymore. So I think you just have, it really is just trial and error and learning and figuring out what works best for you and not necessarily taking the advice of just one person online. Yeah, definitely. On that sort of note about like influencers and all that, you do a lot of videos where you're like, I tried Adele's diet for a week and stuff like that. And I love those videos. I think they're so interesting. Um, Do you have like a favorite and a least favorite um, that you've tried out? Oh, gosh. Um, So I think it's interesting because I'm sure, as you know, and sort of that disclaimer is like, well, this is what the Internet says. You know, Adele has never stepped forward and said, this is what I ate. So it is a lot of just sort of assumption based, I guess. So we have no idea if Adele actually did that as like my little disclaimer. (laughs) But her, I mean, if her diet, if that's legitimate, it was called the cert food diet, which was interesting because it was a lot of green juice. It was a lot of, it was weird because you had to kind of cycle your calories and it was so many green juices a day and then this many calories. So I didn't love that one. just because green juice is not really my thing. I think I'd rather just eat a salad and have the yeah. greens that way. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of all the ones I've done. I feel like I when I did Jennifer Lopez's diet, that was interesting. Hers was low carb-ish. Again, if that's real, it wasn't too bad because I feel like I eat that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I did some, I did Tom Brady's who, you know, NFL sort of, superstar his was just weird as well with like you can have certain vegetables and then not other ones and eating at certain times of the day so I don't know if I have a favorite one they're all weird in their own way and I think I always mention in my videos that celebrities are like they have all of these resources as far as like private chefs and all this extra money so these green juices are being made from private chefs and their meals are being prepared with these organic amazing ingredients so i think it's you know if i had if i had all that then i would probably eat like that all the time too but yeah i, I am my own chef so exactly <laughs> exactly i was watching your chloe ting a uh, review video that you done um i done i done that challenge as well and i didn't see a ton of results like definitely felt stronger in the core after it but yeah i didn't see a lot of physical changes but you got quite good results from it it was surprising, I think, because I don't have much shape sort of in my abdominal area. So I did get a little bit of toning in there, but also that was very early in the pandemic. So I had nothing else to do other than this workout. So I was very focused on that, doing like nothing else. But yeah, I mean, I think another thing you have to remember too is those sort of like two week weight loss, two week ab, whatever, you're only going to see, I mean, small changes. It's not going to be, you know, you have to be careful with like the wording of some of those videos because a lot of them do kind of suck you in and you're like, well, am I really going to drop 20 pounds in two weeks kind of thing? Yeah. And you're like, well, probably not. And with them as well, I take it to maintain the results, you'd need to keep on doing something very similar. And like she says, it's two weeks. But really, it would be a continual thing to continue to see those results. Like the results would probably fade if you stopped doing the workouts. I'm guessing it anyway. Um, So I guess that's something to keep in mind as well with those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And then also someone, I I don't 
I don't follow Chloe Ting very closely, so I don't know a ton about her other than her very famous ab workouts, but she seems like somebody who works out all the time or does ab workouts all the time. So her um, thumbnails and her, you know, her form and her technique and her videos are gonna look way better to someone like me who never works their abs and is in there trying to do the same things. I mean, she's gonna have way more definition anyways and naturally be a little bit better at what she's doing than someone like me. Like me, <laughs> um, yeah, I tried hard workouts for like a day or two, and I was like, hmm, "This isn't for me. I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> I don't. I unpopular opinion. I don't like to work my abs. I'm like, I will do oh, anything. I like. I would prefer to walk on an incline, or I don't know, like do leg exercise. Like sitting doing crunches is like the bane of my existence. I like, please give me something else to do. I. Mm. I'll do a plank like that's fun yeah. but some of the ones we had to do I remember I just was dreading it I was like I hate this so much <laughs> and it's no hate to Chloe obviously I just I hate ab workouts I'm like I feel like you can strengthen your core and so many, I mean just doing like walking on incline or um working your legs or doing squats like you have to involve your core in some ways so I feel like that's to me more beneficial than laying on the ground and doing like 100 crunches work your abs in different ways yeah another thing i was gonna ask i think we all probably have quite different workout routines so i thought it'd be interesting to see what we all do and why we think that specific kind works for us why we stick with that um so i don't know who wants to go first but <laughs> do you have a routine right now well i actually do like i know you've actually done some of her videos grow with joe that's like my go-to because i don't i get bored <laughs> like if i do weights or if i'm like doing the typical like workouts so like grow with joe's dance workouts they're just like perfect for me because they keep me focused and like they keep my attention and i really enjoy them they're so much fun uh, and i see results from them so for me that's what i go with it's really helped me with numerous things to do with my health and uh, yeah, they're enjoyable for me. Like I've done weights and stuff like that in the past and it's just, I get bored and I don't enjoy it. I don't look forward to it. Uh, so yeah, Grow With Joe is what I do just now. <laughs> yeah, her videos are awesome. Um, I There's so many resources on YouTube just for, vid for videos of different workouts. You can do dance workouts and, you know, it, she does a lot of those indoor walking workouts. And I think it, it's great when you want to switch it up for sure. Um, I feel that I'm the most motivated. So I'm in an apartment complex and we do have a gym downstairs. So I'm very fortunate. Um, I try to do in home, in apartment sort of workouts, but sometimes I do need to just like take myself downstairs to feel motivated or even to go outside for a walk. But I, I switch up all the time. I, I feel like I'm never doing anything consistently for a long period of time because like you said you get bored or like you wanted to switch it up right now my routine is actually more of a split for the week so doing like a um it's like a push day a pull day and then a leg day so you know push being like pushing away with your arms so doing any kind of shoulder workouts pulling doing more like bicep focused arm days or I'm working on like doing pull-ups as one of my fitness goals and then a leg day is just you know leg based um, and I like that because it gives me the opportunity to kind of split up different muscle groups but you can still kind of work everything all at the same time like when you're working on a pull-up I mean you're using your core you're using a little bit of everything so it's they're kind of all intertwined in a way but having a little bit more structure in my workouts 
it gives me better focus walking into the gym. So I'm not just overwhelmed that I'm like, hmm, which seven random exercises do I want to do right now? <laughs> Versus like, okay, I have a little list on my phone. I have like four or five exercises that I kind of love to do for that specific muscle group or muscle groups. And then I don't feel as overwhelmed walking into the gym, like, ah, uh, which random ones am I going to do? Versus like I said, I have a couple and then I'm like, okay, not like I know what I'm focusing on, which that's helped me a ton is realizing you only, if you're trying to, you know, in my case, strength train, maybe get a little stronger, is you only need like four or five exercises in your routine. And you just kind of work on your sets and your reps and upping the weights or whatever it is. And that's like all you really need. Cause I used to just walk in the gym and genuinely do like 20 or 30 random exercises for different body groups. And I'd be like, well, why is nothing growing? Why am I not getting stronger? And it's cause I wasn't really focusing in on anything. So I kind of like my split now. And then I just sort of do cardio in and when I can. Usually after I strength train, I'll do like a little walking on the treadmill from in the gym or if the weather's nice, I'll walk outside. I feel like that was a long answer, but it, I'm always doing something <laughs> okay. different, you know? But I do like my routine now. I'm sure in like two months, it'll be something different though because that's just who I am. <laughs> I love that. What about you, Fee? Um, I kind of like get up every... Like I have a goal in my head, like, oh, I want to train like three or four strength days but I also like to still do cardio on the, the days that I'm not doing strength days because like you get people saying oh you don't need to do cardio just do weights whereas I really need to do cardio if I don't do cardio then I balloon <laughs> That's like, so yeah like it's just um everything works for other people I guess um I like doing high intensity stuff to be honest um tennis anything I'll do anything really um but yeah yeah I'll do anything I feel like yeah. you literally do like any kind of exercise. Like, yeah. I feel like you've tried everything as well. <laughs> I totally have. I just do everything. <laughs> do you have like a like a least favorite thing you've tried? Oh, good question. It's like an interview in me now. Um, <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> oh, on the spot, least favorite. Um, see, my least favorite would be hit. Like I. Oh, okay. My cardiovascular endurance is so horrible. That's why I don't really like running either because my brain is a little stronger than my body and I'll be like two minutes into running and I'm like, stop, just stop doing it. You don't need to be doing this. Quit running. Like, and I'm like breathing <laughs> heavily. I'm getting like a stitch in my side. So when I do high intensity, I'm like, why do I have to do all this like jumping up and down and burpees and I, why, why? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why my me? least favorite. Why yeah. me? <laughs> I honestly don't know if I have a least favourite probably whatever I'm not good at that's my least favourite because <laughs> I get angry fair enough yeah oh gosh <laughs> when you get angry there's nothing worse than that no like, why can't I do this <laughs> yeah. yeah do you go to a personal trainer or anything or do you just train yourself no I don't go to a personal trainer um I am doing like a little video right now where I'm working with somebody over Zoom. But other than this little video segment, no, I've never, I did, um, the closest I've done to personal training was when I did, um, I went to a boxing gym and did a lot of kickboxing and boxing. So there was a trainer in the room with like 10 people, but it, I've never done like one-on-one -on -one training. It scares me. <laughs> I would rather just, um, I would rather just, I think, do it on my own. Cause I, I do physical therapy also for like a job outside of the internet. So I do know, I've learned every muscle in the body. I learned how every 
muscle in the body moves, like its proper mechanics, um, like how it functions, how to grow it, how to whatever. So I do know I have like that sort of kinesiology and anatomy movement sort of foundation, which I think is the reason I don't necessarily feel the need to get a personal trainer. I mean, I know it could be beneficial in a way, but I do kind of have the foundation. So I feel pretty confident that I'm doing the exercises correctly. It's just, I need my own sort of motivation and consistency and push, which you can have a personal trainer, but that still comes from within. It still comes from you to have that motivation and push. So you can have a trainer all you want, but it has to be, I think it has to come from you. So yeah, I think I wouldn't like that personal. I think I wouldn't like one because I feel like they get me to do stuff that I'm like, I, mean, I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, and then I feel like, I mean, and this is not every personal trainer because I'm sure there are really fantastic ones out there, but I always pictured in my head is like feeling sort of ashamed when something doesn't go right or when you are a lot weaker than you think you are in an area and then it just feels sort more embarrassing than everything. I will say the video that I'm working on right now with um, a personal trainer, she's fantastic and she actually is like, we like laugh on Zoom if I can't do something right. She's like, it's fine. Like you've never done this exercise before. Why would I expect you to have, you know, 10 perfect reps? Like this is a brand new thing for you. You're, you're trial and error, it's great. So that makes me feel a lot more comfortable than the idea of like, oh, you should be doing 20 regular push-ups, not on your knees, perfect every time. I'm like, I can't like that. I don't like the idea of that. So, yeah. and I think personal trainers, you think in your head have that tendency to be a little bit stricter and a little bit like go like push 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 like no breaks like you have to do everything all at once which again I know they're not all that way but my brain sort of categorizes that and yeah I'm like no not that I need someone to go easy on me but I need someone to realize that I may be stronger in some areas than others and if it's a new exercise I'm still learning how to get my mechanics right and go from there yeah I think like the kind of scary ones are the ones that are more advertised um yeah, and like everybody has different areas of their body that's stronger. So it's really strange that there are people that don't know that because like they'll have areas of their body that's stronger. So yeah, or if they try to put everybody doing the same workout routine, oh, like yeah. we're all so different. I can't, you yeah. know, even the three of us, like we couldn't probably all have the same routine for it to be beneficial. It's all going to have to be adjusted yeah. in some way. And the idea of someone just having like a their personal training scenario in their head and they, they give it to all their clients again they're probably not all like that but in, but in my head I'm like I'm sure there are some out there that you know or even fitness influencers they have this one routine where you get abs in two weeks and it's like oh it's gonna apply for everybody when in reality that's not actually true yeah 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 totally agree totally <laughs> I was about to say that as well <laughs> <Jinx>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying as well. Um, something I was interested in is I know that you've shared like your meals and stuff like that on social media for quite a long time. Does that inv- ever involve like you getting hate for what you're eating or people being like, that's not real keto, you're having carrots or anything like that? Or are most people quite kind of nice about it? I think in the beginning when my Instagram was actually more of like a keto recipe page there would be sort of what the keto community calls the keto police they would sort of comment on your photos and be like oh yeah no that's a real thing if you're like sick into the keto community you have what's called the keto police and they will they I'm like whatever fun life that is where they I remember in in 
quarantine, like in 2020, when I, I made banana bread. And it was, I used like almond flour and sort of um, erythritol sweetened chocolate chips. And it was mostly, you know, lower carb. I just added a banana because it was banana bread. And she commented and she was like, this isn't keto. How dare you do like hashtag keto recipe? And I was like, okay, like that's <laughs> too much. Um, which is, I think, again, where keto sort of gets its negative like look because then you do have people that are going to say bananas are horrible for you or they're too much sugar so that is a really easy place to to see why keto gets hate and why the internet makes fun of people that are keto because you're like oh someone said that a banana has too much sugar when in reality we all know that it's not actually that bad to have a banana so i feel like then like to answer your question then when i was more keto based i i would get a couple of comments here and there and then as i've kind of transitioned to like i eat like lower carb ish and just do you know salads or protein based meals i don't get as many negative comments i will say sometimes on youtube videos people will comment things about like oh like you're eating too much cheese or like you shouldn't be having all this dairy or um if you for instance if i have one of my favorite meals is like a, a ground turkey sort of dish like a little burrito bowl kind of and i just prefer to do like chopped romaine or chopped mixed greens as like the base and people will be like you need it like you should have rice like why would you not eat rice with them and i'm like i'm sorry are you eating it or am i eating it because exactly i just prefer like i'm honestly like pre-keto pre like whatever i only really like rice with like my sushi i am not like a big pasta eater like i'm not it's just not as exciting for me to eat pasta yeah. and rice and this is again like pre this is just like my whole life i'm just it's not like i think there are more exciting meals in the world than pasta not that pasta is bad but i'm just like there are more exciting things to eat and same with yeah. rice like i don't really want a side of rice unless i'm having like a sushi roll but so i'm like okay if i want romaine as the base i'm not like promoting this zero carb thing. I'm like, this is literally just what I ate. Like, it's just, and I think people forget that it's all personal. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny when people comment, that's the bit, you have to forgive me because I never stop talking and I will answer your question like this, like all around. <laughs> okay. But my biggest thing being said person on the internet who posts meals and workouts and whatever, people get so about what you're doing or what you are eating. It is insane. I never ever post something I'm like, you should be eating this too. You'll look like me if you do this. You'll whatever. I'm always like, this is what I ate or someone asks what I eat. And then people comment and they just get so mad. And I'm like, why? Like, why are you upset? Like, you're not eating this. I'm not telling you to eat this. Like, this is just, the internet is free. We're all just here posting whatever. It's so bizarre to me. I've never been so pressed about what someone else eats to feel the need to comment on it's just that that's was the most bizarre aside from whatever hate comments and like people just commenting on your own lifestyle choices your own food choices it's just so strange yeah because it literally doesn't affect them at all in any way <laughs> exactly how do you fit right i know you don't like the term youtuber right but how <laughs> how do you like what is it like being a successful internet person <laughs> um it's strange i think mm -hmm. because i grew up you know myspace youtube sort yeah. of internet junkie i guess from a young younger age 
And I always like deep down wanted to put stuff out on YouTube or, you know, when you would first watch your first makeup tutorial, I was like, oh, I would love to do that. And I always tell people that ask about how did you get started on YouTube? Like how, how do you have the confidence to do it? I'm like, well, first of all, I'm crazy. Second of all, um, <laughs> like I have my whole life. I, my parents bought me a little point and shoot camera when I was really young and I took that thing everywhere. I would film my friends and I at like a sleepover to singing and dancing to whatever song. I would take, literally take that little camera with me to school and take photos like in classroom or at gym or something. And I just like always had a camera in my hand. So it was easy for me to just sort of get to this point where I was like, well, everybody and their mom seems to be putting themselves on the internet. Like, why can't I? And it did sort of start as like a recipe keto sort of thing. And then when I realized I didn't want to do that as like a permanent sort of internet presence, I just kind of transitioned it to lifestyle and people seemed to take it well and enjoy that. So I just kind of kept doing it. And then it just, every week it rolls out to be something different, whether it's a celebrity diet or just me going to Target and just whatever. Um, so oh, cat. Yeah, oh. this little, she said, what's Daphne's here. Oh. <laughs> I've seen her um, in a video before. She's famous yeah. too. She's so sweet. People love her. Um, she, it's actually her fan page. It's actually her YouTube channel. I'm just the guest. <laughs> yes. Oh, she's so, so sweet. Yeah. Did Aww. I answer your question? I feel like I yeah. really derail so badly. Like, no, you did. No, I'm pretty sure you did. Um, yeah, you did. You're good. I think it's weird too. Like, I think I don't call myself a YouTuber because I work a full-time job in a hospital. And then this is sort of like my side thing, even though I feel like I work in content. I'm doing huge quotation marks because no one can see this video, but I'm doing giant quotation marks for content creation because I do feel like I work that sort of full-time in a way as well. Yep. So it's like weird for me to fully slap I guess YouTuber on there I just say I like I joked with you guys I'm like I sort of am just a person on the internet yeah. making content I guess or making videos or whatever which feels better to me than like yeah oh, I'm a full-time YouTuber full-time content creator it's like well like yes and no but I really I really am just a person on the internet that makes videos and people I guess like them like I'm just here having a good time <laughs> that's the main thing though that like that you enjoy it like um what was the one Abby had sent me a video? Oh, you're at a beach place. You went on holiday yourself. It was so yeah. cool. Oh, so you would you. recommend you would recommend traveling yourself then? Oh my gosh, yes. So I recommend at least starting cl- close-ish to home for you. Okay. So I went to the beach, which was about a four-hour drive from where I'm at now. You know, four hours also from like where my parents live and everything. So I wasn't traveling cross-country by myself, but it was the best to just have that sort of quiet time it was just me and I'm not even a beach person like I'm so pale I burn easily the sand irritates me but there was just I talk about it in the video that there was just something that said just go to the beach like just just like hear the ocean waves like you know be whatever and it ended up being such a great time that I'm going to try to do another one this year and just take that time off of work and just go because there was just something so magical about it and it was a really good um it was a really good um break from reality a little bit too. just working in the hospital and everything i needed that time just to be alone and it was fantastic i tell everyone i'm like go on a solo trip like even if you just go 30 minutes away from your house to like a different town or a different city and maybe you can only go for the weekend or you're just road tripping in your car like 
I was fortunate to make it sort of like a week endeavor, but I think you can definitely adjust as your budget needs. And if you need to just go somewhere else, then just go somewhere else. And it doesn't have to be a crazy expensive trip. Mine was not that expensive, but definitely, I think alone time is great. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Sounds good. I'll keep that in mind then. Um, one more thing that Kayla you actually suggested we talk about is like the body positivity movement and like how brands are now starting to like share photos of normal bodies that haven't been photoshopped or um, haven't had like the stretch marks removed and all that sort of thing I think that's such a good topic to touch on because I think it's like important and it's a big step in the right direction yeah how old are you guys we're both 25 (laughs) Okay, we're all like the same age. Uh, I'm 26, so we're like the same. But I just always think like what, how different I would be as a person now if I had that representation when I was five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. I mean, I would assume I would be a little bit more well-rounded of a person, not that um, society is responsible for who I turn out to be. But if I had that representation, I mean, especially you guys know that early 2000s sort of era with the low rise jeans and the super yes. thin girls. And then, you know, I think for me, it always sticks out of my brain. Um, and I know maybe culturally like US and, and Europe maybe slightly different, but there is one photo like that sticks in my head all the time. Of It was like Jessica Simpson and she was in like every magazine. We probably had the same body type, like her and I, at like her then me now and I remember just like every magazine was just blasting her for like quote-unquote gaining all this weight and being a plus-size woman and you look back on that and you're like she looks normal but like for the early 2000s when everyone was stick thin I mean I guess she sort of was the outlier but in no way was that unhealthy or bad or anything like that and I just think the representation that we have now that's you know is still in the works if that had existed when we were all younger, I just think it would be, it would have been so wonderful. I mean, to just even when you walk into Target or, you know, even your Instagram ads, just seeing people that have just normal bodies, like, yeah, that's all we need. We don't need all this like crazy Photoshop sort of, you know, whatever. I just need to see like a normal person in whatever outfit or makeup or whatever it is they're promoting. It just is so strange to me that everything is photoshopped yeah i agree and like with makeup that's a big one because they show like these people with flawless like to promote a foundation flawless skin but actually it doesn't show how it looks like on real skin like people have texture everyone has some texture on their skin so it like doesn't make sense to promote it that way because people are going to feel like oh well i've been ripped off that doesn't look that on me (laughs) i mean they zoom in and it's like they they completely photoshop and erase like pores and the slight under eye like baggage it's like why would we not just show like regular skin i I just to me doesn't even seem like a marketing like it appeals i mean i guess in a way it may be marketing you think you'll get this like flawless skin but i mean i feel like i'd rather flip through a magazine where i see like realistic photos would be would be better which is funny because funny i say magazine because when i was doing i don't know for you guys if in school when you're your senior year your last year of high school if you had to do any kind of exit project or graduation project did you guys have to do anything like that for school no I, I didn't okay no. so just think no. that's being sucky yeah um okay so <laughs> what did you have to do yeah what did you have to do so, that's weird yeah it is weird um so, 
<laughs> me just talking trash. Um, so for us, and I don't know if it's just, so I'm in North Carolina, so I don't know if it's just like in North Carolina and surrounding states. I don't think it's the entire U.S. I think it's just certain states that do it, which is really weird to think about it now. But your your junior year, so your like third year of high school, you are in your English class. You write an essay on whatever topic that you want that is could be turned into some sort of project. So junior year, I wrote an essay, like a research article essay on, and this was 2013-ish. So I feel like I was, this was already in my head, like from a younger age, but we had to do some kind of research article. And I, I did one on the effects of women in media and how it's, just like everything is twisted everyone's photoshopped like you know the timeline of like there used to be ads and I couldn't tell you the exact year but there used to be ads talking about how to actually make you look bigger like how to actually gain weight and then over the years that you know media started to, to twist it to be like how to get skinnier so and I'm it had to be sometime in like the 1900s ish like you know how to how to look how to look fuller in your outfit and not be skinny and then everything gets twisted and twisted and twisted so my article and and paper was on on that topic of how media has just changed over the years and how it's like affected women and you know the sort of like end end time now where we're trying to be more body positive and whatever so then senior year your fourth year your last year of high school is when you actually take that research paper and you do some kind of project related to it so some people would go out in the community and work on that project or um whatever i ended up doing a magazine so i had my friends come over we did like a little photo shoot at my parents house i told them like just come in whatever outfit you know don't fix your hair just have your natural hair don't wear makeup like just come over and i did an entire photo shoot with my friends um, and did a, an entire magazine of just normal people. So like one of my friends like held a tube of mascara next to their face and we kind of recreated like a mascara commercial photo to like their photo or like a toothpaste commercial where they like photoshopped the hand around the toothpaste. And I photoshopped, like I took a photo of my friend and then had the edited one next to it. And I just ma basically made a magazine showing like, this is what it would look like if we all just showed like normal people without like tons of makeup and, Photoshop and then I did a little hashtag sort of I think it was like a I think it was hashtag like be real be beautiful or something and it was like be you why are you yeah and I just had people send in selfies of them just without makeup and stuff and I put all of those selfies into the magazine and I was like these are like all the girls that girls and guys that um sent in photos that were kind of for this idea of a magazine to be like just normal people and that's so special to me because I think even back in high school the fact that that was my mentality was to try to prove yeah. that like we're all just normal people with normal pimples yeah. and dark circles and you know bodies that aren't size zero all the time like those can be represented in magazines and and things as well so I'm glad a lot of brands are taking that step to be to show more normalcy but I think there's still like a lot of work that can be done yeah i agree and also i love that that that's what you did for your project that's like sounds so special and I, yeah it just sounds amazing i'd love to see it one day <laughs> yeah i think i i found it once in my apartment i'll have to like dig it back out and i plan on sharing it, i think on instagram or something but it's just like that's like what's important to me is like just that representation of like normal people because even your i mean i made a post the other day about like the kardashians like we sort of look up to them as these like perfect like 
perfect bodies that they've had sculpted and they get you know they have personal trainers whenever but they still get caught photoshopping and it's like how sad that we think they're perfect and they still feel the need to photoshop themselves you know yeah. <laughs> it's so wild uh, yeah. that we all especially women you know it could be the same for men but even as women we feel this need to just like constantly be perfect constantly facetune and photoshop and smooth and, and brighten and tighten and it's just like that's just not not a good thing to have in your head all the time or to be told to do you know yeah exactly did you did you get graded on that project or was that just something that you had to do to leave school basically yeah so it was a graded project but i think it was more of like i think everyone passes it i guess but you do you have to i had to present it so i had the magazine and then i had to do a presentation i mean i was literally in my business casual at like 18 years old like with my little magazine and i was in front of several administrators and teachers and just different people and you just had to i think your presentation had to be like 10 minutes long or something and i remember just sort of talking about the essay the article that i wrote the previous year and the timeline of of women in media and how it's changed and you know where we are now and what it could look like and my magazine was kind of the what it could look like sort of thing and I think I mean I passed obviously because I graduated high school but <laughs> yeah the project was weird and I think everyone did different things I mean like I said some people their projects were went out into the community and did something or they made a poster or and everyone had completely different topics I think it was very open to whatever topic you wanted to do wow that's yeah. pretty cool though yeah I was very passionate about it then and still am now so I love so. that yeah I can still see your cat in the background <laughs> so yeah, he, just up. he just jumped <laughs> up <laughs> yeah so I have that I bought her that cat tree and now she just like goes crazy all the time on it <laughs> so cute so cute. I'm sorry if you heard noise when you were talking it's like my family we're getting building works done and I told them don't come in this room and they just all came in and took all the wood and stuff out and I was going like I was turning around going what are you doing I've got someone talking to someone <laughs> I only saw them I did not honestly oh, did not hear anything um, so it's okay <laughs> that's, that's why I was like turning the screen to the wall <laughs> that's good um yeah do either of you have anything else you'd like to touch on uh, before we close this one out mm, I don't think so no I just think um, it's good that we're all kind of the same and it's quite cool we're all the same age so we have probably similar experiences with um, like body image and all that sort of thing um, so yeah but no I don't think I have anything else that I would add unless you do Kayla yeah no I think it just I think what's interesting too is just wondering how there are different body standards and sort of ideal body types, even in different countries and different areas. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily the same across the board, but I mean, that's always something I've been interested in, like different parts of the world, kind of what is the quote unquote ideal body type? Because even that is sort of weird as well, like depending on geographically where a person is at, how that body type may not be as attractive and Mm-hmm. that in itself is a whole topic we could talk about forever or at least I could that body yeah. types have been trends over the years yes. like what's trendy like the super thin frame and now it's like very busty and, and curves mm-hmm. and I'm like why what like since when and like yeah. I don't know why why are women's bodies trendy like why yes mm-hmm. yeah. it's not just so weird like I could yeah. I could talk about it forever and ever and ever it's just so strange that we make women and then women feel the need to go get their 
BBL surgeries and get these like mm-hmm. tiny waists and get their fat sucked out somewhere and put it elsewhere. And if that makes you happy, if that makes you feel like your best self, go for it. But I think that yeah. is a very interesting thing that like that body type may not be the quote preferred body type in five years from now or even five years from like previously. It's strange it kind of reminds me it's kind of related but not really but you hear everyone who was like a teenager in the 90s they're like in the 90s i plucked out all my eyebrow hair because it's so trendy (laughs) and now bushy eyebrows are in and i don't have any because when i was a teenager i plucked out all my eyebrow hair so it's like it's like that sort of thing like it's risky to get a surgery or something permanent done for five years and then in five years time it's going to be like actually that's out this is in now <laughs> yeah I, know. Exactly. I think about example all the time with the eyebrows it's like <laughs> or even like like imagine if you kept all your low okay first of all I never owned low rise rise jeans but imagine if you kept all of your low rise jeans like it's everything is high-waisted now so it's the same thing but that is fine like I'm all about clothes being trendy but why yeah. as a society do we make women's body types trendy that just like irritates me to no end which is why I think we need more representation in media of just like of normalcy it's not plus size this or you know petite dad it's literally just normal people I want to see oh I love going on websites where you're online ordering clothes and you can click on like they might have like a size 2 a size 10 and maybe like a size like 18 person and you can click on the pair of pants that you like and it's like you know what model would you want to see it on I'm like oh put me in like the whatever size 10 or something and you can kind of see how the jeans fit on someone that's close to your size I love that because that helps me realize like what it might look like on because when you view it on this model who's like literally half your size I'm like well that doesn't help me because our hips are different and her legs are way longer than mine so that's like a huge I love when websites do that when they have different people and you're like oh you can see it on this body type that's close to you like thank you I love that so good one thing one thing that bothers me is like a lot of the time for like the plus size models they use someone who's very like curvy very hourglass shaped when actually a lot of people who are buying the plus size clothing don't have that body shape so they buy it under the impression oh that's what it's going to look like on me but it doesn't so I think more representation even in the obviously it's great that now they use plus size models and all that sort of thing um but like more different body shapes because from what I've seen anyway it's very much hourglass 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 and that's not the everyone's not an hourglass figure Mm -hmm. oh I completely (laughs) agree with that I need people that are like square shaped or like have their weight distributed elsewhere I mean I'm very like my waist is very straight like I don't have much of an hourglass shape at all and all the time I'm like looking for clothes I'm like I need someone I need like representation of like a squarish body but I mean same (laughs) it's like you can't have every model like regardless of their size have this like super tiny waist and then their weight is distributed elsewhere I'm like give me someone who's got like the upside down triangle shape or someone that just is like straight all the way down or Maybe they don't have butt or boobs or something like but I feel like again there's always like work that can be done but I completely agree that you can't just show like even in the plus size community like someone that has you know their, their weight distributed elsewhere but they still have sort of an hourglass shape I'm like I need no give me different shapes please yeah, yeah. exactly yeah totally and agree. like a lot of the time people are getting these like surgeries and stuff and it's not even for them it's like for like someone said something to them and it's like for a partner or something like I seen this one woman on I think it was botched you know that tv show botched 
and that show right and like she got like all of her ribs taken out and she had like four ribs so she could look like an actual barbie doll and she has to wear a corset 24 7 to keep her organs in place like what the hell it's crazy yeah and then it's like you you wonder why they do it or you ask why and they usually have some kind of like large social media following or it's Mm -hmm. for like a monetary reason it's just like sad or they do it for their spouse and i'm like first of all i don't do a lot for a man anyways let alone (laughs) getting surgery it couldn't be me it could not be me can i agree more because like i don't know and i mean we obviously none of us have the experience of of how men are portrayed in society but i think it's even sort of double standard is like the dad bod is like glorified but a mom bod is not like guys can like drink and have a beer gut and look six months pregnant but if a woman has like a little pooch on her belly it's like ooh, she doesn't take care of herself i'm like what like you never hear men getting bbls to look a certain way like what that's why it's just it's so that double standard is so annoying so 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 annoying yeah i hadn't even thought of that like the uk is definitely influenced so much by the us so whatever is kind of trending for you usually hits here so um you're gonna need to start doing something about that and we'll work on it here (laughs) and we'll do like a whole collab thing (laughs) amazing i love that i just it's so interesting how just that's the shame of like a woman's mm-hmm. body i'm like what and then it's like guys will want these like big boobs big butt i'm like you know you have to have that other in other places to have yeah have that right like exactly it's not you know it's just crazy it's these like unrealistic standards i don't know it, it there there's so much work that can be done i think i think we've come a long way but i feel like there's still a lot more that can be done i think too what i love as, you guys have to stop me at some point. I won't stop talking. Um, I think too, just like when you go to places like Target or wherever and you see even their models like in wheelchairs or, you know, they may have like a certain disability or something. I, I love Aerie. I don't know if you guys have that company over there, but it's like, they do like um, bras and like lingerie and stuff, but they also have like loungewear and whatever. I just, I love, love, love Aerie so much. They were one of the first companies to ever really kind of promote the no Photoshop thing, but they have on their, um, website because they do a lot of, you know, bras and underwears and things. They have underwear and also covers for people that have like colostomy bags, which I think is amazing because their models will literally have a colostomy bag and then they have like a underwear that goes over it or they'll have like a cute pattern to kind of cover the bag and I'm like um, I can only imagine how that feels to have someone that has a colostomy bag because I work with patients that have those and to see a model on a really successful um for a successful brand be shown in their underwear with a colostomy bag I'm like that must feel like so I don't know I'm just you are relieved you're like oh my gosh someone else looks like me and I think that representation aside from just what someone's body shape is is so important as well um people that have missing limbs or you know Mm -hmm. uh intellectual disability or something to be like represented is is so important as well aside from like I said just how your body shape is yeah Yeah. like normal normalize it all basically because it's all normal we're, humans. we're all normal yes. like it's just you're you just exist like yes, <laughs> yes. that's like yes. that's that's my biggest thing is like we just exist as people and we look the way we do and why would you not use those kinds of people in your um magazines and things yeah 
yeah, yeah exactly I definitely agree with everything you've said there as well for sure um yeah if that's all everyone has to say I guess we'll end it there Kayla do you want to like plug your social medias <laughs> oh gosh sure okay so person on the internet it's I should just make that my username <laughs> I like your catchphrase. <laughs> your new catchphrase. Say it at the start of everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you can find me on YouTube. It's Kayla Nelson, which is my first and last name. Um, I have a health, wellness, fitness, regular person thing Instagram. It's called Sincerely Kayla, and it's Sincerely Period Kayla. And then if you want to keep up with my... Um, regular stuff that's not really health and wellness related it's Kayla obviously which was like a funny thing I did a long time ago and now that name is just there so that's my TikTok and my other Instagram but the joke back in high school because it was like when you would like someone's picture it'd be Kayla obviously liked your photo oh yeah nice I like and that then I just <laughs> now I like can't get rid of it so I'm like it's just there but if you want to follow the health and wellness stuff it's sincerely Kayla and that was my actual original sort of keto Instagram but I was like let's let's give her a makeover where we're just talking about more of real life stuff and foods that fit and workouts that are not perfect all the time and you're not in like the perfect sort of workout outfit either so yeah sweet sounds good uh, so yeah be sure to check her out subscribe to her youtube follow her all that good stuff and thanks very much for listening thanks for joining us kayla and oh yeah gosh, we'll thank you for having me <laughs> yeah no you're welcome, you're welcome. anytime <laughs> this is the best because i just get this opportunity to talk non-stop which is my favorite thing so <laughs> you can be a recurring guest <laughs> yeah 100 sweet 100 <laughs> Uh, cool. so yeah thanks for listening guys yeah thank you bye